Welcome to MindTunes podcast where we explore health, beauty and many more tips, tricks and facts and all stuff you need to know. I'm Sneha Sharma. In today's episode, we will talk about Is it a migraine or a type of headache? Migraine is a severe and disabling brain condition, listed as the sixth most disabling disorder globally by the World Health Organization, and the most disabling of all neurological disorders. Unfortunately, its ranking is increasing with time. Females with migraine outnumber males with migraine by nearly 3 to 1.2 migraine can be characterized as a chronic disorder with episodic attacks, with potential for progression to more frequent and severe patterns. Some patients whose migraine attacks are initially episodic experience increasing frequency of headaches over months or years, leading to chronic migraine, in which headaches occur at least 15 days per month. It is characterized by attacks of unilateral, throbbing head pain, with sensitivity to movement, visual, auditory, and other afferents inputs. Other symptoms such as tiredness, irritability, reduced concentration, and yawning can precede the headache by up to 48 hours, the premonitory phase. Most attacks are followed by hours or a day of feeling unwell, usually with tiredness called the postdrum. Additionally, in approximately one-third of migraine patients, their attacks are associated by neurological deficits, which include cortical perturbations, collectively termed migraine aura. What's the difference between a headache and a migraine? Headache is one of the commonest symptoms but little is known about its epidemiology in the general population. The majority of headaches are clinically classified into the two groups muscle contraction, psychogenic or tension, headaches, and migraine. The most common headache type is a tension headache. Triggers for this headache type include stress, muscle strain, and anxiety. The pain can range from mild to severe, and they usually occur on both sides of your head. Some specific areas where headaches can occur include the forehead, temples, and back of the neck. A headache can last anywhere from 30 minutes to a week. Migraine is described as an episodic headache which is commonly unilateral, usually preceded by premonitory symptoms such as neurological or mood disturbances, and frequently accompanied by nausea and sometimes vomiting and it is also associated with many other symptoms including heightened sensitivity to light, sound, movement and smells, as well as dizziness, brain fog, abdominal pain, speech difficulties, visual disturbances, fatigue and irritability. Some suffer daily impact from the effects of migraine on their brain. What happens during a migraine? According to study published in American Headache Society 2018 journal, migraine is a common, disabling neurological disorder characterized by multiple phases, premonitory, aura, headache and more. The premonitory phase begins as early as three days before the headache phase, and involves a complex interplay between various cortical and subcortical brain regions, including the hypothalamus and brainstem nuclei that modulate nociceptive signaling. Common symptoms experienced during this phase, including fatigue, mood changes, food cravings, yawning, muscle tenderness, and photophobia, point to the involvement of the hypothalamus, brainstem, limbic system, and certain cortical areas during the early stages of an attack. The aura phase, aura is characterized by a wave of oligemia that passes across the cortex at the characteristically slow rate of 2 to 6 millimeters per minute. A short phase of hyperemia precedes this oligemia and is likely to be a correlate of such symptoms as flashing, jagged lights. Oligemia is a response to depressed neuronal function and is still clearly present when the headache starts. 
The most prevalent aura symptoms are visual disturbances, however, other common symptoms include sensory, speech-slash-language, and motor disturbances, as well as disruption of higher cortical function. Approximately one-third of migraine attacks are preceded by aura. The headache phase The characteristic throbbing pain of migraine headache is widely accepted to be the result of trigeminovascular pathway activation. The trigeminovascular pathway conveys nociceptive information from the meninges to the central areas of the brain, and subsequently to the cortex. The activation of migraine pain begins peripherally when nociceptive neurons that innervate the dura mater are stimulated. Postrum The postrum stage goes on for a day or two. It's often called a migraine hangover and 80% of those who have migraines experience it. After a migraine attack, a person may feel drained and washed out. Confusion, moodiness, dizziness, weakness, and sensitivity to light and sound may also be experienced the following day. It can take about 8 to 72 hours to go through the four stages. Improved characterization of the pathophysiological processes involved at each stage of the migraine attack will aid the identification of new therapeutic targets for migraine prevention. Source, clevelandclinic.org What causes migraine attacks? Though migraine causes aren't fully understood, genetics and environmental factors appear to play a role. Migraine genes set the brain to be less able to process sensory inputs and make the brain vulnerable to attacks. But that is not the whole story. Epigenetics, the interaction of genes with our behaviors and environment, is important too. The more the brain is challenged by these stimuli, the more pain neurochemicals are produced. Migraine threshold theory suggests that combinations of changes irritate the brain and trigger attacks once pain neurochemicals reach a certain level. Migraine attacks may be triggered by dietary, hormonal, emotional, physical, and environmental factors, including certain sensory stimuli, such as loud noises, bright lights, strong odors or perfumes, smoking, and exposure to secondhand smoke. Sudden intense exercise or other physical exertion, including sexual activity. Stress and anxiety at work or home. Changes in sleep patterns, such as getting too much or not enough sleep. Drinking alcohol. Certain foods, including chocolate, aged cheeses, salty foods, fermented foods, and meats containing nitrates, e.g., bacon, hot dogs, salami food additives, such as monosodium glutamate, MSG, and artificial sweeteners. Missing meals or fasting. Changes in hormone levels during a menstrual cycle or with the use of oral contraceptives and, or hormone replacement therapy. Variations in the environment, e.g., a change in the weather or atmospheric pressure. How can you manage a migraine? Keeping a migraine journal is not only beneficial to you, but it helps your healthcare provider with the diagnosis process. Your journal should be detailed and updated as much as possible before, during and after a migraine attack. There are some smartphone apps you can use to keep a migraine journal if you don't want to use pen and paper. Over-the-counter medications are effective for some people with mild to moderate migraines. The main ingredients in pain-relieving medications are ibuprofen, aspirin, acetaminophen, naproxen and caffeine. Be cautious when taking over-the-counter pain-relieving medications. Sometimes overusing them can cause analgesic rebound headaches or a dependency problem. If you're taking any over-the-counter pain medications more than two to three times a week, report that to your healthcare provider. They may suggest prescription medications that may be more effective. 
All medications should be used under the direction of a headache specialist or healthcare provider familiar with migraine therapy. As with any medication, it's important to carefully follow the label instructions and your healthcare provider's advice. Alternative migraine management methods, also known as home remedies, include resting in a dark, quiet, cool room, applying a cold compress or washcloth to your forehead or behind your neck. Some people prefer heat, massaging your scalp, yoga, applying pressure to your temples in a circular motion, keeping yourself in a calm state, meditating, get seven to nine hours of sleep a night, eat at regular intervals, don't skip meals, drink plenty of water, exercise regularly and maintain a healthy weight. Learn techniques to control stress such as meditation, yoga, relaxation training, or mindful breathing. If you are a woman who has migraines that seem to be triggered or made worse by estrogen, talk to your doctor about avoiding or reducing medications that contain estrogen. Limit Caffeine Intake Migraine headaches can be devastating and make it impossible to go to work, school or experience other daily activities. Fortunately, there are some ways to possibly prevent a migraine and other ways to help you manage and endure the symptoms. Work with your healthcare provider to keep migraines from ruining your life. References Dodic, D. W. 2018 A Phase-by-Phase Review of Migraine Pathophysiology Headache, The Journal of Head and Face Pain, 58, 4-16 https colon slash slash my.clevelandclinic.org slash health slash diseases slash 5005 migraine headaches Disclaimer, this website does not provide any medical advice. All content and media on this site is intended purely as informational purposes only. It is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice and should not be relied on as health or personal advice. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider. If you want to tell us what you think of this podcast, we would love to hear from you. Please write us on email snehasharma2141 at gmail.com.